Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Age of Radio. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Sports Talk with Cooper Big Man live for our 100th episode with Asia Radio. Brother, this is crazy, man. It is. It's so exciting. I can't wait to be doing this. Yeah, we've been waiting for this all week, dude. So, yep. yeah, this is fun, man. I've been looking forward to it for a while. Crazy. So, we're, we're going to do it with NASCAR and football talk, baby. Let's do it, man. All right, starting with the race results from this past weekend at the circuit. The circuit course of um, America. There we go. That's <laughs> it, right? The Texas Grand Prix. We had Chase Elliott taking home the checkered flag in the number nine Chevy, followed by teammate Carl Larson in the number five Chevy. Joey Logano finished third at, with the number 22 Ford. In fourth place was Ross Chastain in the 42 Chevy. Number five was AJ Allmendinger, 16, number, number 16 Chevy. Uh, finishing sixth was Chase Briscoe, number 14 Ford. Number seven was Michael McDowell in the number 34 Ford. Number 8 was Alex Bowman in the 48 Chevrolet. Number 9 was tw- uh, Tyler Reddick in the number 8 Chevrolet. And 10th place was Kyle Busch in the number 18 Toyota. So, let's move on to the NASCAR standings. Let's do it, brother. Alright, so, in the playoff standings as they sit currently right now, number 1 is Martin Turex Jr. in the number 19 Toyota. Number two is Kyle Larson in the number five Chevrolet. Number three is William Byron in the number 24 Chevy. Number four is Joey Logano in the number 22 Ford. Number five is Chase Elliott in the number nine Chevy. Number six is Ryan Blaney in the number 12 Ford. Number seven is Alex Bowman in the 48 Chevrolet. Number eight is Brad Keselowski in the number two Ford. Number nine is Kyle Busch in the number 18 Toyota. Uh, Number 10 is Michael McDowell in the number 34 Ford. Number 11 is Christopher Bell in the number 20 Toyota. 12 is Denny Hamlin, number 11 Toyota. And 13th is Kevin Harvick in the number 4 Ford. 
That sounds weird to say. Four Ford. <laughs> four Ford. Yeah. Number four is uh, Chris Boucher in the number 17 Ford. Number 15 is Tyler Reddick in the number eight Chevrolet. And number 16 is Austin Dillon in the number three Chevy. Well, that's how the playoffs are standing for NASCAR right now. So let's go ahead and get into some the notes. Toyota's on top right now. For right now. Yeah, but Chevy has been dominated as of late. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Speaking of the dominant Chevrolets, we had Chase Elliott becomes the 11th different winner to win in the NASCAR Cup Series this season. This leaves only five remaining spots open for the NASCAR playoff. Elliott has been dominant on road courses as this win gave him his sixth win on a road course out of the last 11 races on road courses. The race was called due to bad weather and too much water on the road on the road course with 14 laps remaining. This uh, win is back-to-back for Hendrick Racing after uh, dominating last week at Dover with a sweep of the top four spots. This week, Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson took the top two spots for uh, Harvard, uh, Hendrick Racing. Uh, this was also the 800 victory in NASCAR history for the Chevrolet manufacturing team. Chevy was really dominant at Texas uh, at the Texas Grand Prix race. They had six cars in the top ten. Dude, 800? 800. That is crazy, man. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Chevy, better than Ford. How you doing? Whoa, hey now. <laughs> Whoa, man. Just because my favorite driver drove Chevy doesn't mean I don't still have that Ford. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> hey, you know what they say about a Ford, right? I don't want to hear about Ford <laughs> on Road Dead because we can also say what the acronym for Pontiac stands for, and that will get us fired. <laughs> so we're not going to go there either. Ha <laughs> ha. The only thing I do miss is I miss Dodge. Come on, man. Let, let, let's get a little controversy going. No, just, no, 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 no. Just kidding. Just kidding. Anyways, I miss Dodge, though. I miss Dodge, especially yes. with the new gens, uh, next gen coming out next year. Oh, they, their cars would look cool, dude. Yeah, either a Charger or Challenger. Even yeah, a, I was talking to someone, they said even a Viper would look cool if they oh, brought yeah, in the Viper. Viper would be awesome, man. That would be great. I just wish they would. So uh, that does it for NASCAR. Let's move on. To the gridiron with football. Let's do it, brother. Football talk. Aaron Rodgers made his first public comments on Monday since it was announced a few hours before the draft began that he was demanding a trade from Green Bay. Rodgers was noticeably absent for Packer, from Packers OTAs. Rodgers had attended OTAs every year prior to this year, except, of course, last year due to the pandemic canceling OTAs. It is key to note that OTs are voluntary and therefore he will not be in trouble for attending, though the team can actually fine him, but he's not going to face... Really big scrutiny. So he won't be in trouble for not attending. Yeah, they're just going to fine him. And also, he might not get his uh, bonus for workouts. Yeah. So, whoop-dee-doo, the guy's got millions of dollars. I don't think it's going to hurt him that much. <laughs> Anyways, Rogers stated, though, he's not insulted by, or he was not insulted by the Packers drafting of Jordan Love a few years ago and likes his teammate. He also said that he loves the coaching staff and his teammates. His biggest problems tend to be with the front office, spe- specifically... General Manager Brian Gutenkus. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Aaron Rodgers drama? Oh, man. Uh, you know, what can you say? He, he, you know, was the MVP last year. And, uh, you know, like any any good MVP, they're going to have scrutiny if they didn't have a winning season. Absolutely. So, I mean, it is what it is with us, dude. It really sucks because I love Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to see him leave Green Bay because he's always been with Green Bay. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, he he replaced Brett Favre. Yeah. I mean, that's that that's saying a lot, you know. It and is. It's and, and when he moves from you know Green Bay, it's the end of an era. So it really will be. It will be definitely an end of an era, and uh, possibly the end of the Packers 
relevancy for relevancy, a while because yeah. I I just never was confident in Jordan Love at all. Yeah. And this move will pretty much probably put the Packers out of relevancy until they find a better really quarterback sucks situation. Because you know the Packers have always been let that dominant. I mean. The Lombardi Trophy. Come on, mm-hmm. man. I mean, yeah. I mean, they haven't been irrelevant since the eighties. Yeah. Well, seventies and eighties because the, basically the seventies and eighties they weren't too relevant. Yeah. Um. But after that, you know, since the nineties, two thousands, twenty tens, and of course here in the early twenty twenties, they've been very relevant with the Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers back to back quarterbacks. I mean, it's hard to get back to back great quarterbacks like that. But I also think, as a quarterback's perspective, if if a franchise is not moving in the direction you think it should go, and mm-hmm. you've spent your career with this team, and you know you want to win Super Bowls, right? That's what this is about—is winning Super Bowls. It is. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you're never really considered the best until you've you know had a couple rings or so. Yeah. So there you go. A lot of reports came out too that uh, Rodgers would probably return without problem if the team was willing to let go of their general manager and Brian uh, Gutenkus. Do you see that? Maybe happening? he just don't get and maybe he just don't get along with the guy. I don't know. Yeah. Do you see that happening I mean, though? I think for the Packers in their best interest, if they want to keep their quarterback, probably. But at the same time, mm-hmm. um, Aaron Rodgers is definitely. Well, I can't really say he's on the back half of his career. He was just the MVP. So, really, what do you do here? All right. It I mean, is... you're, you're stuck in between a rock and a hard place, really. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens this so... offseason, especially as we get closer to that June 1st designation that the team can split his uh, dead cap hit in two, over two years and make it a little bit easier on themselves. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens with this, dude. This is very interesting for sure. Yeah, I... I have a hard time seeing him not in a Packers uniform, but at the same time, the way things have been going lately with quarterbacks, I also wouldn't be surprised not to see him in a Packers uniform. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be definitely, definitely crazy. I, 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 where does he go though? That's that's the thing. I mean, where does he go? Does he go to Denver? Well, where does he go? Right. That's gonna. It's gonna. I be mean, Denver would would really you know be good for him. I mean, even the 49ers would be good for him. Yeah, I don't think the Niners are going to do that. <laughs> yeah, probably not because they just got their quarterback. But I'm just yeah, they saying, got their future quarterback. And they, got a and they decent still have Garoppolo. Yep. But I'm just saying, you know, where, where does he go? Where, you know. I mean, Denver seems the likely Yeah, Denver spot. would be the most likely spot for him. So. Still makes me mad that my team called and they told us no right off the bat. I was like, man. Yeah, right? It would have been a great right, ram. That would have been awesome. I mean, great he's back in, back in freaking California. Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. No, you definitely ain't going to the Chargers because they got Justin Herbert, baby. Right? The next great quarterback. Yes. All this right. This is crazy, dude. Like, like, we're not usually live, so this is like, hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> yeah, hi, How everybody. are you doing? <laughs> By the way, if you see our border around us, that is our new logo that we've introduced. The only thing you cannot see is the image, cartoon image of us, because that was the best yeah. place to put the video. It yeah. was over So you'll it. see the full unveiling after this. Yeah, so we'll post it all to all of our social medias and everything. You'll see the whole logo. But this is basically your glimpse. Um, the only thing is, is um, I, I'm over here and he's over here yeah. on the video on the image. So I had to do this. <laughs> Anyways, it's you know. 
magic. Not really, but anyways. All right, moving on. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers isn't the only one looking for a new locale. Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones made it clear he wants out of Atlanta. Undisputed co-host Shannon Sharp called Julio Jones and put him on speaker to discuss the situation. Jones was quoted as saying, I'm out of there in reference to Atlanta. So now there's a possibility of a Hall of Fame quarterback and a Hall of Fame wide receiver on the move this offseason. Some are wondering if Green Bay could, could trade for Julio Jones to help bring Rodgers back into the fold. I mean, that would be a smart move. Get rid of Brian Goodencoast and then get Julio Jones? Why not? Given the best chance to get a Super Bowl, right? I mean, if you have Devontae Adams and Julio Jones as your one-two receiver yeah. combo, hell yeah, I'd do that in a heartbeat, baby. Right? I would definitely do that, and I would even give up. Because, um, I mean, you know, don't don't get me wrong. Like, you know, you know, I know that the league is about money, too. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm sure Aaron doesn't want to leave but the bad, you know, blood between him bad and Brian. Blood Kudinos. between him and Brian. That's just yeah. Yeah, and the GM. Yeah, that's just not good. So we'll definitely see. Of course, now the weird thing is, is Julio wanting out of Atlanta? I mean, my God, that yeah, seems kind of shocking. What's going on there? I mean, I don't know. I don't know who if he's not getting along with someone. Maybe he didn't like the coaching to hire because I know you know that was part of um, Sean Watson's problem. He didn't like the coaching hires. Or even front office hires at Houston, so maybe he just hasn't been vocal, but he's not happy with the coaching hire of uh, the the former offensive coordinator for the Titans. Um, I think it was Arthur Smith. Yeah, man. It's maybe like, he prefer would have preferred somebody else. I mean, you got to get along with who you're working with and who you're working for. So. Yeah. Plus, maybe he just doesn't see. Matt Ryan as a good quarterback anymore, too. I mean, that's also a possibility. I mean, I'd hate to say that because we like and respect Matt Ryan. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, um, also, too, when you're working with the guy. and But he's not going to come out. I just doesn't seem like he's going to come out and say it. It's professional. Yeah, so maybe, maybe he's keeping that private, but maybe what he could be thinking, he's just like, I don't see Ryan as the prototypical quarterback anymore that he used to be. Yeah. The prolific passer that he once was. Now, don't, don't tell that to, you know, Atlanta fans. Oh, God. Ooh. I know, right? Because, you know, Matt Ryan's a god. But, I mean, they Which, did I help. Mean, he, he is. He's really great. I actually mm-hmm. like Matt Ryan. Yeah, I do. And he he kind of reminds me of Drew Brees a little bit. So. Yeah, except taller. Yeah. That, that's about the that's yeah, about taller. The and, well, Brees was a little bit more athletic than Matt Ryan, though. Yeah, but, I mean, he's just one of them underdogs that you always, you never know what Matt's going to give you on a Sunday. Yeah, no, the problem is is when he gives you that bad game. (laughs) Then there's that, right? Or bad second half because he he lit you up in the first half. You make the adjustments. and Of course, granted, I'm surprised he wants out when they just got Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Because between having Julio Jones, Kyle Pitts, and Calvin Ridley, who do you stop? If you can't do something with that, I don't know. I mean, this is basically Matt Ryan's chance to really prove himself as a passer still. That he's still got it. We already know he's proved himself as a passer. Even though a lot of people don't think so, I think he could actually backdoor into the Hall of Fame. He's got good numbers. He's done really good in his career. He has yeah. an MVP. It's not entirely his fault that his team melted down to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. No, not really, no. And that's only one of the few Patriots Super Bowls that actually are legitimate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was crazy. That Super Bowl there, dude. Oh and, my God, I never, and, uh, I never been. You know, such my my hurt. family, uh, my 
my fiance's brothers, they're Atlanta fans, and ooh, we don't bring up them Super Bowls, no. No, we don't bring that one up at no, all. No, not at all. We don't bring up the Super Bowl. Because at least when they played in played against Denver, they got handled by Denver. They weren't blowing a lead like that. Yeah. In the third quarter, mind you. Yeah. 25 points in the third quarter. That's just crazy. And lost. Lost. <laughs> it's not like you were up 25. Not up 25 in the second quarter, and they drove down, got a touchdown right before halftime, got the ball back, and made it a ball game. No, no, no. You melted down in the third quarter with a 25 point lead. It's crazy, man. Late it's crazy. in the third quarter, on top of that. Anyways, we're moving on to the draft grades. Let's do it. And we'll be talking about the Falcons, too. <laughs> Poor Falcons. Fun. All right, so we've already done the uh, AFC NFC East, the AFC NFC North. Now it is time for the AFC NFC South divisions. Are you ready? Let's go. First up, the division winners, Tennessee Titans. Mel Kuyper gave them a B minus. McShay a B. Um, I believe it's Daniel Parr, if I remember correctly. B minus for an average grade of B minus. Uh, of note. The Titans took a risk on pick on Caleb Farley. Only a risk pick because they're not sure how his back is going to be. Otherwise, a lot of people thought Caleb Farley was the number one corner in this year's draft. Isn't he the one that had surgery on his back? And all that? That's what I just said. Yeah. That's what I was just talking about. Well, I'm saying it's just, you know. Yes. 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 That's okay. the one who had the surgery on his back. Yes. And the reason why he fell so far. Cooper's a little, you know, out there sometimes. Sorry, guys. It's okay. <laughs> I'm a little slow. They also picked up a good offensive tackle in Dylan uh, Randuns in the in uh, the second round from North Dakota State. He was protecting Trey Lance for most of his 17 starts. <laughs> um, another little shout-out, of course, to our Oregon boys, Brady Breeze, safety from Oregon. Brady Breeze, Their last baby. pick in the sixth round. And, of course, I also got to give a shout-out to anybody with a cool name, Racy McMath, wide receiver from LSU. <laughs> Racy McMath. I like that. I'm surprised um, your fiancé didn't say, isn't that supposed to be your name? Because Mr. Math Magician. <laughs> yes, I'm a math magician. Not a mathematician. A math magician. magician. I'm very magical with the numbers. You really are, dude. <laughs> so, Cooper, your thoughts on the uh, grades for the Titans? Yeah, man. Uh, as long as Caleb Farley actually comes out and shows up, I think they they did pretty much what they needed to here. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they they got a good you know offensive tackle and uh, Dylan Rad Radness. What is this? Radunes. Radunes. Okay. Yeah. Um. This this is why big man always he's always shouting out the names because I'm horrible at it. So. Not that I do a much better job myself. When- <laughs> Especially when we start talking worldwide sports, and I'm looking at names. But really, I mean, you got an offensive tackle, you got your your you know your cornerback, and mm-hmm. a, and then you got your linebacker. Got a good I mean, linebacker, Monty Rice from Georgia. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. So yeah, I mean, yeah, B minus, not bad. And Elijah Molden, uh, we'll give credit to this because we're not going to be disrespectful just because he's a Washington. He played the Ducks, and he played the Ducks really well, and he did really good for the Huskies. So. That's also another good cornerback that they picked up out of Washington. So I'm definitely not going to disrespect any Huskies. At least not, you know, at least right during now. off season. Yep. <laughs> but when it comes to football time, 
I will disrespect me some dogs <laughs> in Washington. Yeah. Had to verify because I know how we can we kind of go for them dogs in uh, Georgia there a, l- a little bit not when you're playing the Gators though yeah not when you're playing no. the Gators no not when they're playing but the every Gators. other time yeah I'd like to see make sure you know I would love to see the greatest the world's largest cocktail party be two undefeated teams Georgia and Florida baby love to see that game being undefeated going in that'd oh, be yeah. great just like I do the same thing for the Civil War I would I would love it if Oregon State and Oregon were fighting each other for the division title the north division title both undefeated it ain't gonna happen because the beavers suck but i can dream <laughs> can't i i will <laughs> anyways moving on the colts the colts got a c plus a c and a c plus for an average of a c plus their uh, first round pick was uh quitty pay some had ranked as the top defensive lineman out of michigan uh any other key things uh, of course florida shout out to sean davis safety from florida um, and our condolences one more time for Sam Ellinger, who recently lost his brother, who was a linebacker at Texas. We're sorry for your loss, and we hope that you and your family can pull together through this tough time. Yes, many prayers. But other, oh, and of course, uh, Mike Strachan, wide receiver from Charleston, because it's a small school, so we're giving him love. Your thoughts? Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, C+. I mean, the Colts... Mm, they're they're about on the brink, anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, to to do something, they finally have a quarterback now. Right. So, you know, they needed a defensive help, so they got that. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is, man. Yeah, I think a part of the the uh, C to C plus grade for everybody was because they didn't uh, address their offensive line need, which yeah. was tackle when Anthony Constanzo retired, but. They picked up Eric Fisher, who was the left tackle for Kansas City. So, to me, that's a win. So, uh, you could say this is a C-plus draft, but you got good defensive help, and then you also got a good offensive lineman in free agency. So, to me, that should be a B. That's a win-win for me. You didn't trap yourself into a tackle that you're not sure about, where Eric Fisher, so far, if he's healthy is a good, really good left tackle to help protect Carson Wentz. Moving on to the Texans. The the team that I predict may be the first 0-17 team. Oof. Wow, bro. Yeah, I'm not... Just laying on, lay on them like that. Oh, I'm going to lay it on Texas thick. is already having problems, dude. I'm going to lay it on I mean... Thick. Yeah, so outside uh. of Deshaun Watson's issues, let's move on to what's going on. <laughs> so they... So they got a B minus across the board, so an average of B minus. Their first pick was in the third round, and they picked up Davis Mills, quarterback Stanford. Turned around, pick up Nico Collins, wide receiver out of Michigan. Excuse me. Florida shout out for Miami, Brevin Jordan, who is actually a really decent tight end. I mean, surprisingly, you you thought he was going to go earlier in the. In I thought the, he was going to go way earlier than the yeah. fifth round. I honestly had him personally thinking going he was in the second round. With the potential to be a first-round pick. And he fell. He free-fell all the way to five. And that ends up being very helpful for um, a Texans team that needs as much help as they can get. And uh, that's basically it. So, your thoughts on their trade? Uh, the, the fact that they got an average B-minus is not bad. Especially mm-hmm. the fact that they didn't even get to pick till the third round. So, right. I mean, that's pretty cool, dude. Yeah. Uh, it... it 
Uh, I don't know if this quarterback is the the future of their franchise. <laughs> no. But, uh, you know, their, their draft get, grade is not bad. They got, like you said, uh, Brevin Jordan. Or Jordan that, that is a good t- tight end. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Nico Collins, good wide receiver. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we'll see what happens. So, yeah. Uh, the Texans, man, they they are they're in a... Really bad place right now. Yeah. So. I think what killed the Texans is they sat there and watched uh, Kyler Trask go very last pick in the second round to Tampa Bay, and they probably went, there was the quarterback we wanted. Dang it. Yeah. He and just kind of desperately picked up Mills. He actually would have been good right there, too. I would not have wished that upon him. Um, probably not, but. I didn't wish where he was going upon him now, but. <laughs> Because I don't think anybody should have to learn from a cheater. But, you know. <laughs> I digress. We're going to move on to Jacksonville now. Let's do it. This one's pretty easy to go over. Because <laughs> they had the first overall pick. Anyways. So, Kuiper gave him a B. B plus for McShay. B plus from Parr. B plus average. Of course, there are two first round picks. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback Clemson. Travis Etienne, running back Clemson. Uh, Walker Little, a good offensive tackle from Stanford in the second round. Uh, let's see here. I think they – was that it? Uh, Jordan Smith, outside linebacker from the University of Alabama, Birmingham. Because I give UAB shouts out, man. Any college that can go from not having a football – well, goes from having a football program to not having a pro- football program to getting all the love and credit they can get from the boosters to restart their football program deserves love. Way to go. University of Alabama, Birmingham, to get your football program back. Yes, that's way awesome, dude. So, shout out and love to you guys for doing that. Loved it. Anyways, Cooper, your thoughts on the... Um, I think the Jags are a little... Uh, yeah, you guys are hating on them a lot right now, especially with, with the whole Tebow thing. Uh, and I think this this draft grade is, is a little bit biased, but that's just me. Are you sure you're not biased? Well, you know, I am wearing the Jaguars hat, so I might be. <laughs> yeah, don't mind my biasness when I'm wearing the Oregon hat. But, <laughs> just, you know, that's why I have it flipped around, too, so you can't see, really see my bias that much. Oh, wait, I'm wearing green and yellow. There you go. I Check bet. it out. <laughs> Cooper's like, I'm going full bias. Here you go. Full bias Anyways, here. You got the best Jaguars quarterback. Jaguars are going to be a good team this year. I can't wait. Right. You got the best quarterback in the draft. You got a really good linebacker. Not, I mean, linebacker. Running back. Not the best running back, but it's definitely the second best running back. You got yourself a... I, I don't know what everybody's problem with Walker Little is. I understand he missed the 2019 season due to an injury, and he opted out last year, so he hadn't played in two years. But at the same time, for me, if you get a healthy Walker Little, that's a really good tackle to help out with your offensive line to protect Trevor uh, Trevor Lawrence. And then also, Travis Etienne is a really good running back. Also, you have a good running back on your squad, so you can use Travis Etienne as an offensive weapon so you can line him up in the slot. You can have him come out of catch passes out of the backfield. Hell, you can line him up outside and just let him run or go route and see if he can hit it. And, I mean, think about it, you know. Uh, they're going to they're gonna have a lot of trick plays, a lot of things going on this year that we're not going to see coming. So. Yep. And, of course, they got Tebow. They got Tebow. And God love you for it. <laughs> yep. Yes, we're happy Tebow's got a chance. Yes, I think it's really cool. Um, 
I think there's a lot of bias to this, and uh, you know, I, I get Tebow is Tebow mania type thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But right. uh, I, I'm glad he's back in the NFL. Me too. All right, man. Moving on to the NFC South. Let's do it. First up, the division winners, the Saints, who more than likely won't be the division winners this next year. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. The team that should have picked Kyle Trask twice. Could have had him. Twice. Filled miserably. Twice. Anyways. Saints. Uh, Kuiper gave him a C plus, McShay a C, Felice a C minus, the plus and the minus averaged it out to a C even, so McShay was right according to that. <laughs> they picked up Peyton Turner with their first pick, defensive end out of Houston. Got Pete Warner, linebacker from Ohio State, which is a pretty good linebacker actually, I like Pete Warner. I wouldn't have mind having him be a Ram, but we didn't go that route. Anyways, and also they got themselves a... Maybe a uh, Drew Brees 2.0 and Ian Book quarterback from Notre Dame. And I only say that because they're about the same size. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll see what happens with it. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to Quan Baker, wide receiver from South Alabama. Nice. Little school shout out. Little school shout outs. We got to love those. Yep. And also, shout out to Landon Young, offensive tackle, Kentucky, because we're going to give shout outs. To the basketball schools who are playing football. <laughs> right? They're actually doing good in football. How you doing? Right? Kentucky was surprisingly good that one year. Oh, my God. When they beat Florida, that was shocking. Yeah, it was. Ugh. Bad name. Anyways, so, Cooper, your thoughts on the grades? Oof, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, mm, I'm not happy with the Saints right now because I really think they could have had Cal Trask. They had two opportunities. First round, and, second uh, round, failed. You know, I don't think that Jameis Winston or or Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill, will be anything like uh, Breeze Wells. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, um, this is this is crazy. They should have went with a quarterback first off, and uh, you yep. went from there. Yeah. So I guess we're gonna be on the in, in book train. <laughs> yeah, because at least he's Breeze esque. <laughs> he's built from Come the same on, cloth. Go get it, dude. Built from the same cloth. Come on. All right. Next up, the uh, <clears throat> defending cheating Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Say it again. A little bit louder. I don't think they heard you. They heard me. <laughs> you don't hear me. Anyways, Kuiper gave him a B. McShay a B plus. Felice a B minus for an average of a B. They picked Joe Ty- uh, Tyron in the uh, first round, outside linebacker Washington. Actually, it surprised a lot of people because I didn't even see him on the draft board, uh, especially in the first round for a lot of teams, so that was a little bit shocking. They, of course, picked Kyle Trask in the second round, last pick on the second round. He made me cry that he went there, and you called it, too, just to I did. I called it, dude. Pissed me off. I said that Kyle Trask would be good at it with the Buccaneers. Wanting to beat you with a freaking mop. Well, I mean, think about it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. He can learn from Brady. He can learn to cheat from Brady. You say that one more time. (laughs) I will turn this live off and beat you. We're live, baby. I got got to mess with Big Ben. He's a big Brady hater. Anyways. Which which surprises me. Why you like, uh, what's his name, Uh, Mark Wahlberg so much. 
He's not the one cheating in football games. Well, no, but but I mean, he, he likes Tom Brady. So? He really likes Tom Brady. So? so just mm. saying. He likes Tom Brady so much, he... Never mind. Yeah, he's he <laughs> going to do something to him in a movie. Anyways, <laughs> they also picked up Jalen Darden, a wide receiver from North Texas. So shout out to North Texas, little school. Chris Wilcox, cornerback, BYU. Shout out to the little school. And Grant Stewart, linebacker, Houston. Shout out to the little schools. Because we love the little schools. Yes, we love the little schools. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the grades? I mean, does it really matter? No, because they basically brought back everybody. So this was just all freaking peaches and cream. Yeah, it don't really matter. This is your icing on the cake. Because you brought everybody back. Everybody. Yeah. Even freaking Antonio Brown's officially re-signed because he failed his physical, I guess, the first go-around on the re-sign. So there you go. Yeah, brought everybody back. A B, a B average, whoopty flipping do. That's how I feel about it. He sounds so angry, guys. Oh. You okay, big man? Oh, that's bullcrap. Anyways, we're moving on to the Panthers. Let's do it. All right, the Panthers got a B across the board. Pick J.C. Horn, cornerback, South Carolina in the first round. Terrence Marshall, Jr., wide receiver out of LSU. Very underrated wide receiver. Yeah, my, right, my He's got a good chance to do some good things. Um, let's see here. Got Chuba Hubbard, running back out of Oklahoma State. That's a great running back to help. Of course, in the backfield with Christian McCaffrey. That was a big pickup uh, for me, I think. Uh, let's see here. Anything else of note? Keith Taylor, another good corner from Washington. He did really good for the um, Huskies out there. Uh, of course, they picked themselves a Bama offensive guard because, you know, why not? It's Bama. They also picked up a long snapper from Bama because, again, why not? It's Bama. And Phil Hoskins, defensive tackle, Kentucky. Shout out to Kentucky. <laughs> yes, Basketball Kentucky. school. So your thoughts on the Panthers? Yeah, man, this is good. I mean, J.C. Horn, you can't go wrong there. And, you know, like, like you said, um, Terrace Marshall Jr. is going to be something great, dude. Oh, yeah. He did really well in LSU, so... Yeah, very, I mean, very underrated for a guy who was behind Justin Jefferson and, of course, Jamarcus um, Chase. Or, I mean, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, yeah. yeah not Jamarcus. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> wow. But anyways, it a really, it's still a really good receiver that they're getting out of LSU. And a guy who doesn't have a lot of tread on him either because he yeah. wasn't on the field as much as the other two. So he's got a, he's, he gets a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, too, because not only was he a second-rounder, he had to prove himself at LSU. Didn't really get the opportunity to. Now he gets a shot with the Panthers to prove himself. Which, hey, man, you're going to the NFL. And you, you, mm-hmm. That's proving yourself pretty pretty well there as it is. And they got themselves with actually a pretty good tight end, Tommy Tremble from uh, Notre Dame, who's a really good – he's a really good one of those uh, kind of – not going to say he's as good as Jason Witten was, but he's one of those guys who will block for you and turn around and go catch a five-yard hitch and get you a good first down or a touchdown when you need one. Nice, nice. So that's a, that ends up being really good for the Panthers and good for Sam Darnold because we still respect Sam Darnold on this program. Yes, we do. So thank God for the Jets Finally, trading him. <laughs> and, you know, it might give me a chance to actually say, hey, I want to root for the Panthers. I mean, how long has it been since I've rooted for the Panthers, bro? Since before 2011. So, yeah. Because he did not like Cam Newton. No. 
And he was a little kind of shaky last year because he's like, I like Bridgewater, but I don't know about the team. Uh, don't get me wrong. Bridgewater's good, dude. Mm-hmm. But he is very injury prone. Yeah. And when you're injury prone, that's not good to be a franchise quarterback. And that's why we also believe Denver might be trying to get Aaron Rodgers because they're trying to run this game with Teddy Bridgewater. Like, yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. So then finally, the Atlanta Falcons, your favorite. <laughs> B, uh, B minus B, 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 all the way across the board. Kuiper went B minus Kuiper. You still use. You gotta have, you gotta have one guy that's like nope. I'm I sorry. I'm sorry. A B plus just should be just for getting Kyle Pitts in the first round. Yes, I mean, that Kyle, that carried the whole draft. Kyle Pitts. I mean, he is gonna be the next Tony Gonzalez. He's gonna be the next Shannon Sharp. He's, he's gonna, gonna be better. He's than He's gonna them. be a beast. And I mean, they should get at least a B plus on this. Yeah, that alone should just carry a B+. Yeah. Plus. I mean, my God. Anyway, so Kyle Pitts in the first round. Richie Grant, safety out of uh, Central Florida. Central Florida pride, baby. Yeah, baby. Knights. Go Knights. Go Knights, go. Uh, they got themselves a pretty good offensive lineman, uh, Jalen Mayfield from Michigan. Uh, let's see here. Oh, San Diego State, Darren Hall. Shout out to the small school, baby. Woo! Um, and of course Avery Williams defensive back Boise State Uh, shout out that small school again we love Boise State well you love Boise State I'm okay I love it dude Uh, yeah I know you're in love with the Smurf so anyways give us your thoughts of course we already already know a little bit what you think of the grades give us the grade Uh, thoughts I mean it's fair but I think I still think it should be a B plus I honestly do, too. I mean, you got Kyle Pitts, the only one that everybody said, as long as he's healthy, Dude, was we, a surefire Hall of Famer. We didn't know where he was going to go, either, because no. I thought he was going to go, like, way sooner. You thought he was going sooner? Mm-hmm. Where you thought he was going to go? Why not? There was three teams that wanted a quarterback. Where was he going to go? Well, yeah, I guess then there's that. <laughs> like, jeez, bro. The only thing I could have seen you would have been right if Miami would have stayed at three. Yeah. And not yeah. traded out with, with uh, San Francisco. I think we also talked about Miami might get in. Yeah, we so. were, yeah, that was before the trade. We thought about it was either going to be a receiver or Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Um, and then the trade happened, and then we're like, well, that just blew us all right another one. Yeah, all the trades in the draft, dude, I was like, what is going on here? All right, I know, it's crazy. All right, man, that's... That's, That's it, it, man. We had fun. It was fun doing this, this live. Was cool. We were live, live, baby. Live. We hope y'all enjoyed. And uh, if if you're not watching now, you'll be watching later. So we love or, you guys. Or listening later. Or listening later. Yes, yes, we will post this back up. We have it recording video, so we'll post that on our YouTube. If you didn't catch the live, this obviously. <laughs> if you didn't catch this, you can also listen to the audio. It will be posted here in a little bit too. So either way, you're good to go. Uh, be sure to check us out on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We always got something going on. We're trying to keep in contact with y'all. Reach out to us. Reach yes. out and touch him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Made him uncomfortable like that. Anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, we love you guys. Thank you so much. And thank you to Adrian Radio. Yes, thank you, Angel Radio. We appreciate the opportunity. This is awesome. Just for the opportunity. Um, was, yeah, just for the opportunity. For. I mean, uh, 
this, you know, is is fulfilling a dream of both, you know, sports fans that want to to get our, you know, our points across and, and just kind of have fun with this. So thank mm-hmm. you so much. We appreciate you. And, uh, you know. Coca-Cola. Oh, he, he's talking sponsors over here already. Coca-Cola, baby. <laughs> Come on, Coca-Cola. But I'm just saying, uh, hey, Walmart water. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sam Choice. Come on, guys. Wow. I'm just kidding. I don't care. But <laughs> yes, Mr. Cronky, if you happen to be listening to this, we'd love for you to make us the new Rams affiliates. Because, you know. Good luck, bro. I know. <laughs> Anyways. What, can we take? Can we get a Florida affiliates? Can we get like any of the Florida teams, even Georgia teams? Dude, We're I not that far from Georgia. Jacksonville would be awesome. I'd love that Jaguars. Oh my gosh! I'd have a hard time not just sitting there talking to either Tebow or Trevor Lawrence the whole time, right? <laughs> I'd be like Tebow, Tebow, Tebow would be like, dude, chill, chill, and I'd be like Trevor, 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 Trevor. You'd be like, hey man, I'd be going, I need you to. Sunshine, you're harshing my mellow. Shunshine would be over here going, man, you're harsh my mellow. Calm down. I'd be like, sorry. <laughs> oh. but yeah, this is fun, dude. Watching um, Travis E.T. going, man, I wish I was that fast. <laughs> it's, it's been crazy. A hundred episodes already. We've been kicking ass. Uh, we thank every one of you for listening and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, paying attention, man, because this is... This is our dream, dude. We wanna we wanna get bigger and keep growing and and uh, really do. and uh, see where this goes. Yeah, hey out there in New York, what it do? How you doing? And Jazzy, come on, man. What happened? What <laughs> happened, man? Come on, Jazzy. It's Jazzy Shore. That's why. Come on, man. Get back in the game, bro. It's, uh, it's T-shirt time over there, Virginia. Thank you. Bringing it up. Germany, you hold. Sorry. Wow, <laughs> wow, bro. Hello. <laughs> I am Hello. Dutch, but I'm Swiss. <laughs> no, I'm not. He's Swiss. <laughs> Good luck on that. I might be. You could be. Know. I don't even know officially. I don't even either. know. I'm like, I'm like, a mutt. We're like all I, mutts, technically. I really don't know. Technically, if you're an American, you're basically I mean, a mutt now. Really? I mean. We can go by my dad's bloodline. I'm Polish and Russian. Or we can go with my mom's bloodline, who is Irish and Indian. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I'm kind of just... Basically what he just said, he has a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> is it a problem for me or you? Both. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, guys, we really appreciate everybody tuning in. We hope you enjoyed. Um, also, Finland, Turkey, yes. India, everybody across the globe that's tuned in, everybody here in the United States, we appreciate it. Love you all for doing it. Uh, episode 250 will probably be our next live. Yeah, man, why not? Um, every big goal as we move towards this great thing that we've been doing. Um, yeah, man. Uh, you know, else? for those of you that that know about us, we we started this this podcast just off a whim, just having fun, and uh, it's grown, and we're we're enjoying what we're doing, and and uh, can't wait for things to open back up so we can start going to more sporting events and right. 
wrestling events, things like that. So yes, you know, I, I miss me some uh, some uh, USWA, mm-hmm. some IWA. Right. Yes, man. I That's cannot all. wait. Can't wait. And also, we need to go down and check out ARW. Yes, ARW. I really want to check you guys out. Especially Dugan. We miss you, bro. We Dugan. can't wait. Jason. Love you, man. We appreciate you, man. Very much so. That interview was awesome. Yes. If you haven't Respect. checked that out, check out our YouTube channel. We have interviews with, with him. And we have an interview with Tattoo Girl 2020. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. We Make sure you rest in with, peace. Yes, and we have an interview with Eliza Hayes. Mm-hmm. That's uh, we got a lot of great yeah interviews. the Golden Boy yep oh man that was great that was fun anyway so I think that does it for us yes uh, we've done all of our thank yous our shout outs be sure to tune in Thursday on Spotify iHeartRadio iTunes however you listen to our podcast because we will be back with Worldwide Sports Talk Worldwide baby we got to talk about an old man winning a golf tournament. The NHL playoffs. Is he, is he like 80? Will you quit with that? <laughs> He's only 50. He's only 15 years older than you. We won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yes, we got the goal, uh, Phil Nicholson's achievement, the Stanley Cup, and of course we'll get you caught up on some uh, Major League Soccer. Oh yes, this is going to be fun. And anything else we have to talk about. We love you guys so much and thank you. Yes, we appreciate every one of you. So, that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep Keep on on talking sports. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at... Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sports talk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sports talk, W I T Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.